He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I'm Evan Wexel, and this is a podcast about interviewing a different Facebook friend every episode. My guest this week did not know that until I told him when I started the interview. Um, before I reveal who that is, I want you guys to check out awkwardwithevan.com for old episodes at Awkward with Evan on Facebook and Twitter, and uh, go to uh, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and of course, Apple Podcasts. First and foremost, the best way to spread the love for this show is to write a five-star review on iTunes, as well as to support at patreon.com slash funnyevan. More on that later. Uh, I wanted to – I've been seeing this this current Facebook friend I'm going to have on. I've been seeing him – I've probably – first time talking to him since I performed at his college when he was in college. Uh, probably back in 2011 and uh, had him on stage with me during the show. I followed his travels to Los Angeles and uh, little did I know he he is an acting improv uh, aficionado. Um, he's I go to his IMDb. The dude's been on New Girl, Two Broke Girls and another uh, show without girl in the title, Superstore. Uh, plus some other things. My guest is Jake Ramirez. He went to Otterbein College, which is now Otterbein University, from Texas. Uh, he moved to L.A. Um, well, fully after he graduated. And uh, we get into uh, his love of acting, uh, how he, uh, improv has played a role in his uh, pursuit of the arts. And uh, then we also get into just uh, – he he does a lot of posts about – cheap flights like he finds really cheap flights in really smart ways and he also uses his credit cards to his advantage so i, I definitely want to get his travel hacks because i thought that's something i don't usually uh talk about on this podcast uh but something i something i do sometimes talk about uh is wrestling and this guy is a feverish wrestling fan like me uh he's more of the independence uh, independent wrestling or, or Jap- Japanese wrestling right now. But I do get his take uh, on this upcoming WWE event this Sunday called No Mercy because uh, if you if you don't even know wrestling that much, you probably know these names And because there's, there's two matches that are like WrestleMania caliber. We've got uh, Braun Strowman taking on Brock Lesnar and we have John Cena taking on Roman Reigns, and these are things you wouldn't expect to see until WrestleMania or Royal Rumble or something, and and they're happening Sunday, so I want to get his take on those and all the other matches. Uh, but it was more just fun to catch up with him and just see uh, what what the guy has to offer. I called him. He was one of my red beards at Otterbein College, and uh, now he's my podcast guest, and this is Jake Ramirez. Guys, we're here on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Um, my next guest agreed to come on my podcast about five minutes ago, and thankfully he was only down the street. And uh, now he's here talking to me, and he's even wearing a wrestling shirt, and, I, and you can't beat that. Jake Ramirez, welcome to Socially Awkward. What's up? How are you? Dude, do you know anything about this podcast right now that I'm doing? Never heard I have of it? absolutely no idea what you're doing. Oh, good. Okay, excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I interview a different Facebook friend every episode. Okay. That's it. Great. <laughs> I'm a Facebook friend. Good. Yeah. So you're, you're number, I think, 52. Okay, sweet. That, I like the idea. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. So we probably haven't spoken. Um, we, we probably like Facebook messaged or something, commented or whatever. We've never seen each other probably since uh, Otterbein. Yeah, where I went to college. I haven't seen you since I was in college a that's long right. time ago. That's right. Um, and I, yeah, and that's my, my kid stuff in the background. I don't put like fat heads of Marvel 
superheroes. Dude, I dig it. I almost bought a Booker T fathead the other day. I well, there's Full a size Booker T fathead. I have an Undertaker fathead on this wall on the other side. That's like a, but you know, that's for him. Big I fully really support that decision. I know life would be much better if it was decorated with fatheads. I just think it would just totally. take so much of the guesswork out of interior design. Now, did you grow up in Ohio or? Uh, no, I, I grew up in Texas. Whoa. So how do you find Otterbine? Oh, that's, yeah, you got the Texas uh, it hat had, on. It uh, had a top acting program. So it had a, oh. like, I think it was number three at the time, acting program in the nation. And I went there for acting and now that is my job. So that's fun. Nice. What what kind of things can we or have we recently missed you in? Or what, uh, what's on New the New Girl, Two Broke Girls, Superstore. What? Um, wow. Show called Coach that used to be on TV. I that remember was Coach. Reboot and if if it was, I, w- I was a regular on the reboot, but it got canceled before. Oh. It but um, I'm filming a show with Tina Fey tomorrow what? at Universal. That'll be sweet. This is amazing. Um, I actually I was on that set last week and um, I met a wrestler. I don't remember his name. Shh. <laughs> his name. Um, I don't remember. But uh, he gave me his information and I'm actually I'm gonna start possibly being a manager at like shows around town in L.A. So we'll see. Oh my god! Oh, so it's a current guy that's currently like wrestling on the indies. Yeah, like he wrestles for like lucha, and like he wrestles on the indies. Oh man, I'd want to like just break up, bring up the lucha roster, and just go down names with you. Oh dude, we talked for like he was his she was the trailer next to mine, and we talked for like two hours just about wrestling. It was not sure. not Alex Riley or Kevin Kiley. No, it wasn't a big name. It was like he was like a jobber. Okay. He's like he's like, he's like a no name jobber. He's done like two or three matches for lucha. Yeah, but. He, but he uh he used to he used to train with Shinsuke and he did like he was like he like worked with all all Japan Pro Wrestling for four years, so like he he's like done the gamut. Holy cow! Well, wow. so yeah. so now so what are you are you like you do like feature spots on these shows? Uh or? yeah, mainly I haven't done much. I mean mainly I've done a co co stars on everything. Wow, I haven't done no background work, but I haven't mainly just co stars, which that- is not the biggest, but it's big enough. So it's right. like you know. Two or three lines, four lines, five lines, whatever. Outstanding. That's yeah. Outstanding. Then now, are you you're you're doing this union and stuff? Oh yeah. Yeah for, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah yeah. Too. Okay, I'm just double checking. No, I'm union too. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm union. So, um, it's cool. I yeah. like it. Where Job, where did you find? Uh, were you in? You were into acting once you were in like middle school or? Oh my uh, god. Yeah. Um, I started acting when I was like five. Oh wow. The first thing I did, and I was like seven or eight probably, yeah. and it's so inappropriate now that I think about it. The first thing <laughs> I did, was, it was like one of those camps where like you, that you you learn, uh, you like write your own show. I guess you, you write your own show, right? But they help you write it. But I wanted to be Austin Powers, nice. and I, I don't remember what the show was about. I know there was Batman in it, and like <laughs> it was just like a bunch of little kids who wanted to be their heroes. And I chose Austin Powers, which tells you a lot about me. Um, and uh, yeah, we did a show. It was pretty cool. So it was like it was like a like an uh, evergreen Halloween show, I guess. You could just all dress Thanks. up as whatever you wanted. At the Magic Children's Theater in San Antonio, Texas. Oh my God! Okay, so San Antonio, and then Otterbein had a great theater program. What kind of stuff were you doing at Otterbein? Uh, like the, the show, the the. Uh, I mean, stage stuff like Shakespeare yeah. and like, like we we did Richard the Third. We did like Carnival. We did like, right. uh, um. What else did I do? I can't even remember what I did at Otterbein. Um, we did uh, uh, the, the my favorite show was um, Noises Off. Oh yeah, I remember I the movie. Got a Facebook memory of today. So oh yeah, I remember. That was amazing. Yeah, the and mo- the director of that show uh, direct. Oh yeah, the movie's great too. Yeah. But the director of that show actually uh, choreographed the Book of Mormon. Oh so my gosh! Cool. This is cool. this is excellent. And then uh, did you remember? Do you remember much of my show at Otterbein? I remember you did a stand-up show um, <laughs> a couple of times. I was the interfraternal council president, so like we oh, had. Oh yeah. And I think I was the 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 interfraternal council uh, public relations chair at that time. Really? I don't know, but I, I did a lot in the interfraternal council. So like we had you come in and do yeah. shows. So it was cool. Now I, I was there a year ago. I, I finally made my way back. Now. Oh nice. Yeah. Now do you do you remember being part of the Redbeards? I do. I was about to bring that up. I remember you you made a song about me, and I think there are two other guys. I remember one of them. I don't know his name. He's Cody Parsons. Cody <laughs> Parsons. He's married now. A, a, a vague friend of mine on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, and then I don't know who the other guy was. Mitch, maybe. 
and you 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 played a song and sang about our red beards. It was the, like it was like the internet song, and I think you guys were just all my roommates. I was like rooming with the three red beards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm digging yeah. it. Yeah, I, it's I think it's on YouTube. So if you ever want to like relive it, I think I'll check can. it out. <laughs> there is. Yeah. I'll post it with the episode or something. Um, nice. Yeah, so then, so did you immediately just go to L? Oh yes, you're the champ. He's got a belt. I should just, just sitting next I'm, to me. I'm just gonna yeah. screenshot this right now just to just, make it okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you move to LA right after you graduated, or was it? Uh, uh, I moved to LA before I graduated to do my oh. internship at Second City, if you know what that is. Yeah, I do. Uh, it's a famous comedy theater that Saturday Night Live has a lot of their people come out of. Yeah. Um, and I, I did an internship there. I used to perform there a lot. Um, I have I haven't done anything there in a little while. I'd like to get back to improv, but I've been focusing mainly on acting lately. Do you have um like favorite funny inspirations, or do people tell you, "Oh my gosh, you're just like this guy," or you're just? I give like a lot this of John guy. Candy. Oh wow. <laughs> okay. Um, um, I got a lot of John. Somebody told me I I there I reminded them of John Candy on the set of Superstore, and he was like, uh, I think it was an AD. Yeah. And he used to work with John Candy, so that like meant a lot. That was yeah. pretty cool. I've always got Chris Farley because I'm the funny fat guy, and I'm also very physical. Like I can do cartwheels and stuff. Holy cow! Um, your your Skype avatar has a little Jack Black to it. I get Jack Black sometimes. Yeah, that's yeah. one of my old headshots. I just uh, got new headshots with the beard though. Um, yeah. But I have I sent them to my agent a minute like today. I haven't gotten them on my on my actual like breakdowns yet. Have you ever um, heard of uh, Matt McCarthy, who's a comedian? He has a red beard as well. I don't know if red beards have like a I've secret alliance. I've seen him. I, I've never. I don't. I don't know who he is, he, but I probably. He does a wrestling podcast. He does a lot of the skits on Conan. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, that, I've yeah, totally seen him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking uh, about. Yeah, I um, I go to a lot of. I used to. I did a little bit of stand up. I need to do more stand up. I know a lot of people who. I'm pretty into that world with friends. Like I go to the store a lot. I know a lot yeah. of people. No. So. Definitely. Um, how many how many redheaded Ramirez's are there out there? Do you know other redheaded people? Uh, I don't. Oh, I get a Lucy K a lot. Another redheaded. Oh redheaded yeah. Okay. Mexican. Not not a not a Ramirez, but yeah. Louis C K is it was was grew up in Mexico City. So, oh wow. Yeah, his first language was Spanish. I had no and, idea. And would not know. It's the same with me. Like he would not know by looking at me or Canelo. That's the first thing. That, <laughs> Any like actual person from Mexico who sees me and like understands, they're like, "Oh, I'm like, yeah, I'm Mexican too." They're like, "Oh, Canelo, Canelo!" Like that's the first thing I get automatically, because like he's the fame right now. He's the famous, obvious boxer, right? Because he just had the match with like Triple G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It was a tie. Right. I'm really sad I didn't bet on it because <laughs> like I, I probably would have. I'm the idiot who would have bet tie and like won, you know, two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> He was they, like forty-one. They took, um, yeah, they took the judge that made it. Like, I think she's the one that thought it was like one one eighteen to one ten. They just like fired her or told her to step down. Or stand yeah, down. I would yeah. hope so. I, it was very badly done. I've never. I, I watched it. I watched it afterwards. I'm um I'm a big. I'm not a big boxing fan, but I'm a, I'm a very big UFC fan. I watch a lot of like MMA and I watch a lot of wrestling. Did, Those are my two. Any interest? Did you watch Mayweather McGregor? Um, I was at work. Um, yeah. I would have watched it. Um, I, I mean, I watched it like on a phone, but yeah. I mean, I knew it was gonna. Ha- everyone knew it was gonna happen. I guess May- McGregor did a little bit better than anyone expected, but like, right. It wasn't it? Was it was? I'm not a big fan of that aspect. I'm right. not a big fan. It's which is weird because I'm a fan of wrestling, but I'm not a big fan <laughs> of the aspect of like the show of the UFC and the show of boxing, in that like I. I prefer them to be more like a sport. Yeah. I prefer wrestling to be more like entertainment. Yeah. And I don't like matches that don't make any sense. I would rather watch like the best fighters fight each other. So it was kind of weird to me. Yeah. But I, I, I'm not going to lie and say I wouldn't have watched it if I was at work. Had I you watched it? Had you watched like CM Punk's fight? Did you? Yeah, watch that? I, I did watch CM Punk's fight. I had a friend who went to CM CM Punk's fight. Wow. Um, specifically to CM Punk. Yeah. Um, to see CM Punk. Uh, yeah, I watched it. I mean. Mickey Gall destroyed him. Yeah, in like it was in a heartbeat. I no. think fighting again though, it's not going to end well for him. He's but. a he's a, that kid's like a quick little young whippersnapper. Yeah, he's he's training with uh, Anthony Pettis and uh, Duke Johnson. Oh wow! At Duke Johnson's gym, which is like a famous, it's a famous striking gym. So it's a place where you can 
learn to strike, hopefully. But obviously, the striking didn't work that well last time. Now, where where did you find we wrestling fans since a kid, or just, me? Yeah, when uh, did you jump into it? Okay, wrestling. I grew up. Uh, I grew up being a huge wrestling fan. <laughs> yeah. Like I remember watching Rey Mysterio get unmasked by Kevin Nash. That now I'm thinking <laughs> about it, I'm like, that was the dumbest thing ever to do. Whatever. Yeah. But anyway. Um, Hey, you know, I remember watching WCW and like like the, the, the wars, the, the wars, all that stuff. Yeah, uh, and or, you know the ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand, two thousand one, all that stuff. Yeah, I was uh, in college then, at that time. <laughs> and then I probably stopped. Uh, I stopped for four or five years, probably uh-huh. through high school um, slash college. Yeah. Um, and I stopped during. I guess it was. After Batista, okay, like it was probably like right after Evolution, <laughs> like yeah, John Cena days. Like I got kind of that. I mean, that was part of what killed it for me. Like the whole like I was into the to the Rock Stone Cold era. I was into that right, like like style wrestling. And then the John Cena became the big guy, and I was just like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. And then I remember what got me back was when the Rock came back. Oh yeah, that was amazing. When the, when the Rock came back to host WrestleMania, I remember. I watched that video and I was like, ah, maybe I'll get back into this. And I watched that WrestleMania where The Miz beat yep. John Cena. Yep. And The Rock came out and it was like, oh, no, 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 we got to do this again. I watched that whole thing happen at Ohio State um, because it was the only place in Columbus. There was a the, the original Buffalo Wild Wings uh-huh. at Ohio State was the only place in Columbus that had the uh, WrestleMania. Oh, my so, God. I went to Buffalo Wild Wings and watched WrestleMania. And then, like, I slowly started creeping back into it. And now I probably watch more indies and stuff than I do WWE. Like, like I watch more, like, New Japan Pro Wrestling or, yeah. like, or like I mean, I live in L.A., so I go to PWG. You do? Okay. Yeah. I, I went to, to one. How many what was did you go recently? Uh, I didn't go to Battle of Los Angeles. I was eight, I, I had the day off, but it was like a hundred dollars for tickets. I know. And I, is that is that like is that like now the price for PWG or did they just raise it for uh, that show? It's usually like fifty five for standing, right. um, and like sixty five for front row. Right. But for Battle of Los Angeles, it was like seventy five for standing room and like eighty five for front row. Yeah. Line they were going for like a hundred. Yeah. And I I couldn't. I just. Yeah. I, I wish they changed their venue. They think they should change their venue. I think they could sell out, you know, the Palladium. <laughs> that would, yeah, that'd be amazing. I mean, have you seen NXT ever when it's come to LA? Or uh, I saw NXT at the Palladium. Funny story. Yeah. Uh, I work like usually only Saturdays and Sundays uh, at at Buffalo Wild Wings uh-huh. um, as a server or other things. But oh, whatever. I'm, I'm going. Okay. Mainly a server. Okay. <laughs> well, Boulevard. Um, but um, you know, it's just. It's just a job to you know keep income because as an actor sometimes sure. you're working sometimes you're not. Also, it's, it gets boring sitting around your house all the, all day. I mean, yeah. it's weird that sounds. <laughs> um, anyways, um, one morning, it was Sunday morning, and there was the first people in the restaurant when I walked in. I'm the only server. I walk in and I walk up to the table, and it's Ciampa Gargano. Whoa! And they uh, they have. They're like, can we get the Browns in the Patriots game? Because one of them's from Boston's and one of them's from uh, yeah. from uh, from uh, no, no uh, Cleveland. Okay, Gargano's from Cleveland. Okay, so Gargano's a huge Browns fan, so they're watching each game on different TVs. And I was actually the day before I was watching his PWG match, Gar- Chiampa's PWG match with uh, Alec uh, Dalton Castle. Okay, I had uh, I had a conversation with him about wrestling and. They were like, oh, man, you should come. And I was like, I was going to go, but tickets are really expensive. And he was like, they'll drop, man. Trust me. They'll drop, like, right before. Like, like <laughs> people are not going to be able to find tickets or not going to be able to go. And, like, they got to put them down. So, lo and behold, he was like, come on, come on. And then, like, lo and behold, like, right before, like, an hour or two before, as I got out of work, the tickets for the NXT, because they were doing that. They, were sh- they had a show that night. Right. At the Palladium. Tickets dropped to, like, 50 bucks. I got, like, a fourth row seat for, like, 50 bucks. Holy cow. So, you found just some, like, on Ticketmaster or NXT uh, tickets? I found oh, okay. But oh, I, I had like twenty dollars stuff up credit, I think too. But I mean, it was still it was like fifty bucks for like the fourth row. That's good. I, I should check that out more because I know they're coming back in like Riverside. Um, oh, they are. Time. I want to yeah. go. I, I will totally go with you. Oh, totally- okay, we'll go. I'll have to tell my yeah. wife. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> I love because I, I have my because I don't know if you're familiar with like my kids' whole like viral wrestling thing. I am. I saw. I've seen this on your Facebook. Right. So now, like, he's kind of he's more into like dinosaurs and like random animated shows on Netflix. 
so yeah. uh yeah but i would yeah i would go with you to, to reverse that i'll have to i'll 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 go through my my people and i'll make it happen actually I, my my and my i have a i have family that works there at, but but they don't she doesn't get tickets to uh you can't get nxt tickets like i can't get the nxt through her i can get maybe like like WWE. wwe stuff through her but yeah are you going to no mercy I will, I know I'm I'm so like all the time doing shit. I mean, so I'm always just no. But I'm probably gonna. Well, I watch all these things. I'm like on delay anyway. I can never yeah, watch wrestling live anymore. Like it's just it's, it's so hard. There's so much. Yes. It's like it's, it's a it's a part time job. Yeah, it's like you know, like that's my one of my biggest qualms with the WWE right now. Right. Like I can't watch three hours of Raw every week. <laughs> Like, we don't need it. Like, NXT is great, and it's an hour long. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I don't need three hours. I don't need five hours of wrestling that I'm supposed to, like, watch every week. And then on top of that, like, you know, <laughs> Superstars and NXT and, like, 805 Live and, like, all that stuff. Like, come on, yeah, man. Yeah, 205 Live I tried for, like, a few weeks, and I'm like, yeah. I can't keep up. It's just, it's. There's just too much. Yeah. I can't do it. I'm glad I did. I did dedicate. I don't know. Did you watch May Young Classic at all? I haven't finished it, but I've watched some of it. My my roommate keeps telling me to finish it. Okay, yeah. I mean, I I have a vested interest because obviously my kid is is Beckett Sage, and there was yeah. a wrestler named Sage Beckett, and, and we're, we're in touch. <laughs> and and we're in t- we're in touch. Like she's, she, I'm all. I I kind of like. I could either play this two ways. I could like cut a heel promo on her, or I could go like all in with her. So I've chose to go all oh, in with her. And oh, you're going all in. I went all in with her. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, she signed to them. I'm a heel. If I'm, if I'm anything. Yeah. I'm- well, I have my goal, is, you know, in a dream, in a dream world, I would, I have a storyline where like, I would pretend that like Beckett was her child and that I've been watching this child for all these years. And now I want her to give up her dream and start being a mom to Beckett. That would be my, and I would like be like this hated, like Harvey Wimpleman type of like deadbeat. Like, what did she ever see in this guy? Kind of nerd, and that—that's. I'm trying to like work through the kinks out, but that would be the thing if I ever. We're like we're in touch because like I had made a few T-shirts of Beckett like when he went viral, and I just I just sent her one. Um, but uh, yeah. Did she wait? Did she choose the name knowing of Beckett? I I know I don't know this. I know she's been Sage this, in a prior incarnation. She's had a, the name Sage before. Okay, but. Okay, so I, I, it might not have been, but it's still awesome. I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm all in. I think, and just from watching her match, I feel like she has, like, experience. She does a specific character. And just from her Instagrams, I can tell she takes care of herself. So I'm hoping, you know, she she can kind of be, you know, the dark Who she wrestled with? Besides, she wrestled Bianca Bel- Belair in the, in but the like first round. But, like, besides NXT, where has she wrestled? She's been on T- she was on TNA as Rosie Lotta okay. Love. But she was like three hundred pounds. She's lost like hundred thirty pounds. Oh, really? Yeah. I've never watched. I've never watched. I never uh, did either. But I was like doing my research on her because I want to see like what's her deal. And uh, Sammy Callahan's the same way. Have you ever seen Sammy Callahan before he? I I got the, I Beckett got a photo with him in like we went to an NXT show in like Florida, and this yeah. is like a few months after he was like a big deal. So he yeah. got like we got it. So Sammy Cal- he remembered when I went to him at a PWG. He remembered meeting me at. The Coco oh, nice. Armory. So yeah, but he's what's what's Sammy like? What did? Uh, no, he had lost like he lost like two hundred pounds. Oh, oh, he did. Oh my god. He used to be like huge. Like those. The, if you look up pictures of Sammy Callahan oh, when wow. he was like started wrestling, he looks nothing like he does now. I haven't looked up pictures of the Jinder Mahal before he like chose to get back in shape. I wonder what those were like. Are we gonna call it getting back into shape? Is that what we're gonna call I it? I don't know. I'll let it be. I'll let it I mean, I mean, yeah, he looks a lot different. Let's yes. just say. His physique has changed thoroughly. That's, and that's what Vince notices. So yes, all power yes, to him. That is, that is, I mean, yeah. I mean, look, I'm not against it. Yeah. No, take it's, care. It's great. Whatever I, you need to take. I want to ask you one more thing. Because then I'll – even if you haven't been watching No Mercy or the the pre the lead-up to No Mercy, I'll, we'll go I through some matches. I haven't wrestling since SummerSlam, I don't think. Okay, so. that's fine. I was – WWE. I, it's fine. I was planning to do like a podcast for SummerSlam, but I like just never got around to it. So I'm doing it for No Mercy because there's some big matches if you are not aware of. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I, I don't know the card, so no, tell me. Okay. Last, last thing uh, I want to ask you though is like sometimes you post that you find cheap flights to places. This is true. What is your secret? Like, what do you spontaneously go to these places, or what's? Um, just I like... started getting really into traveling recently. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of secrets. Um, <laughs> Uh, 
Uh, I do. I do it mainly through points. Okay. Um, it's it's what's called travel hacking. Um, right. So I have a good credit score, and I I rack up a bunch of credit card points that I can use as flyer points for places. I basically I spent two months in Europe this year. Whoa. And pretty much the entire thing was paid for. So. Uh, so it's like you you like you like pay for all your expenses with that card to get the points. Yeah. And then so you'll... basically, like, in order to open up uh, for 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 nicer credit cards, you get bonuses. So like, right. the Chase Sapphire Reserve. You open up a Chase Sapphire Reserve card, and um, you get a hundred thousand frequent fire points wow. through Chase. When you do it. Wow. Um, and that hundred thousand travel three frequent fire points either uh, it it equals out to either a thousand dollars if you were to just put it in your bank account. Sure. Or Fifteen hundred dollars if you use it for travel. Wow! And I for travel, but then on top of that, um, I I subscribe to a blog called Scotch Cheap Flights, which is a huge plug because they're amazing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they help me all the time. Like most of the stuff that I post on on Facebook, I get from them. They just they have like uh, they have updates email, so oh. email updates, and they'll just send them out. But uh, I also am constantly checking like Google Flights and Momondo. Yeah. Uh, Google Flights is like the way to go. Like like. Right. I bought my own flight. Like I didn't use Scott Cheap's flight, Scott Cheap's flight or anything else. Right. I bought my own flight to uh, to Stockholm round trip. Holy cow! Two hundred and seventy dollars, I think. <laughs> oh my god! They just you, just you just like find these and they just like come up that way. Yeah, well, it's all about like you can go on you go online and it's like uh, yeah. it's like it's like a calendar. So um, it'll show you which days are the cheapest. You click which day is like pretty cheap. Yeah. Or, to go and then you find the cheapest return from the cheapest yeah uh, you know so how is it is it like a step above expedia or no um because generally you're booking you're not booking with google flights you're not expedia is like a secondhand partner right so if you book with expedia you're booking through expedia okay google flights it goes on and it goes to all of the different actual flights websites okay so book through google flights you're going to book through that website okay it'll take you to like United's website or Delta's website, but it, it, it's constantly updating itself. So it's updating itself with all the specials. So a lot of times, you know, like someone will run a special like Delta, will run a special, yeah. but it'll, it'll automatically be on that Google flights thing. And sometimes, and sometimes like I fly, I, I'm not picky. So like sometimes when I fly somewhere, I'll fly, you know, a hundred miles from where I'm going and then take a bus for $5 <laughs> or take a bus for $10. Like the last time I, I, I went to Columbus, the last time I went yeah. back to college, I flew into Chicago and I drove a car because my flight to Chicago was $20. Um, and, and Wait, your flight was $20 to Chicago. Yeah. So, okay. This is, this gets weird. So my, <laughs> my, I, I bought a flight for, it was actually 19, like 75 okay. from LA to Chicago. And then I had a friend pick me up in Chicago, yeah. and I drove us back to uh, Columbus. And then from uh, my my flight out yeah. was Cincinnati to Vegas because it was like $150 to fly to LA and like $50 to fly to Vegas. Right. So my so my flight was from Cincinnati to so I, I met I have friends in Cincinnati obviously so I drove to Cincinnati. Yeah. Hung up with some friends, and then I took a flight from Cincinnati to Vegas for fifty dollars, and I took a Greyhound for like eight dollars from Vegas to L.A. Wow! So my like round trip, I spent like seventy, like it was like a hundred dollars <laughs> altogether. And are you like so you don't do like one way car rentals ever, or I never really mess with car rentals. Like when I like generally, I usually just do buses. Yeah, um, buses are or, or or trains, but buses are actually not that bad. They they have. Wi-Fi they have and Wi-Fi and like air conditioning and you can usually sleep on them and usually they're not busy so it's usually like you got your own road to yourself. Yeah. Okay. They're pretty nice. Especially like when you're in other countries like but if like if you're in Europe flights are like dirt. Like I took a flight from London to Stockholm for $8. Whoa. Because <laughs> because in America all of your all of your your flights are monopolized pretty much. There's like five companies. It's like right. United, Southwest, Delta, American, and uh, there's another one. Like JetBlue? No, JetBlue is a discount. There's one more that's a big one. United Southwest, Jet, I mean, Delta, American. Frontier, Spirit, definitely yeah. not Spirit. Frontier, Spirit, and, and, and JetBlue are the three that are uh, discounts. Okay. And then you got Virgin, which is new, but it's not like big. There's right. one more. I can't remember it. But right. there's, a, not, there's not that many airlines, and they, they, they keep prices hiked so that they can all make profit. Right. But when, but when you're in like overseas, there's 100 different airlines – for all the so, countries, all the different countries. Yeah. So 
then you have airlines like Ryanair who are trying to constantly undercut stuff. Yeah. So like I took Ryanair is like it's like the most simplest of simple. Also, I travel with actually one second. Yeah. <laughs> and this he has is a Yoda pillow. Everywhere I go. And it's oh, wow. uh, it, it's like a hiker's backpack. That's great. So I travel with like a hiker's backpack so that a, a lot of times, like if you're taking like a Ryanair, it's like an $8 flight, but a carry-on is like $40. So, so, so I'll that, just, I mean, not a carry-on, but a, 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 a check bag. bag, like $40. Right. So I'll just put my carry-on. Right. Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot of like, it's, and... it's a very deep, 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 deep rabbit hole that I've gone down <laughs> very into it. You should um, totally write like an Amazon ebook on like how yeah. to hack travel. It's, it's a, I, I use Reddit mainly. Yeah. You know, I use Reddit and I use, there's a couple blogs I use, but I mean, I know of like, there's the at the points guy. That's yeah. At the points blog is one of the, one of the blogs. I, that's, that would be the main blog that I would tell people to use besides Reddit. Right. Uh, uh, if I was like sending someone to a website, that's what I would tell them. Right. To use. I mean, I've just discovered Google flights. Usually I'll like, I'll search stuff on Expedia and then maybe I'll like go to like Southwest site or, um, the airline site. But see, like Google flights is like amazing. Google like I've, like friends, like a day before you can get like a flight for the same price as if it was like a month before. Yeah. Well, it's actually funny enough. Um, the cheapest time to book a flight is, I believe it's seven to nine weeks Oh. in advance. See, with my, I, I usually book out a month in it, it out just because of my shows and if I can add last minute stuff and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the cheapest time is like seven to nine weeks. Okay. Generally, flights about a week before are, are going to start to get more expensive. Right. Now, like, is there – how would you hack Thanksgiving week? Is there a way? Uh, I mean it's possible, but it's hard. Like that's that's one of the big things about like hacking. It's about being very – open with your timing right so like thanksgiving week is flights are just going to go up there's yeah. there's they're, they're they're going to be more expensive um right although i would generally say one thing i would say like in general if you're ever trying to fly someone like i said it's it's cheaper generally to fly if you're going to a smaller city to fly into a bigger city close and then drive so like i'm from san antonio yeah. but when i go home it's you know a flight, even though San Antonio has a million people in it, a flight to San Antonio might be round trip might be three hundred and fifty dollars. Right. Whereas a flight to Dallas or Houston or Austin might be one hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars. You know, you might be able to save one hundred dollars, one hundred fifty dollars just from flying into the bigger city because it's about flying from hub to hub because they they have they have so many flights that they have to take. So like right. flying to Cleveland, like. American Airlines is based out of LA, you know, and they're based out of Cleveland. Like those are right. like two of their big places. So they have to fly so many flights there every day and they automatically put them cheaper. Yeah. That's what I've done. I've, I've definitely like been willing to drive the hours necessary. Like yeah. say you're going to like Missouri state. Like I'm not flying into Springfield airport. I'm going to fly exactly. to St. Louis or Kansas city. So exactly. Yeah. Like you're going to Buffalo, just flying to New York city. Like it's, yeah. it's kind of no, weird. I'm, I have a show in Providence and I'm going to like just fly to New York, stay with my parents and just drive up if I need to. So that's just, like, yeah. the easiest way to do it. Oh, yeah. Fascinating. Definitely check out the Google flights and also the cheap Europe flights. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Skyscanner is a good Europe website. Okay. Yeah. Wow. From like, it's pretty cool. That's good. You got, you, got a, you have you have an airline blog on your hand if you choose to start it. This is good. <laughs> do it. I you, should. Do it. you should. Okay, we are going to get back to my talk with Jake and break down No Mercy. Uh, but first, I want to tell you guys about Patreon.com. If you guys go to Patreon.com slash Funny Evan, that is the website where uh, a lot of creators like me look for support from fine people like yourselves. Um, if you go there, you can see like what my podcast is all about, why I started this, and also how I need to keep this thing going because I get auto-billed for my podcast every month. Hence, I need the support to uh, keep keep this afloat. And uh, you guys can uh, go there and you can see all the different reward tiers I offer you guys if you can contribute as little as a dollar a month. Even for just $3 a month, I will send you a personalized Awkward Army certificate that I designed myself. I think it was on PowerPoint. I'm not sure. Um, then $5 a month, I'll send you an Evan Wexel cell phone wallet. There are even tiers where you can be a producer on the show, a guest on the show, be consulted by me, title sponsorship the show, even if for only a month. It's all there at patreon.com slash funnyevan.com. 
Your support is appreciated. It is one of the ways uh, podcasting can be great again. And I apologize for ripping off that slogan. But hey, he's a guy that's in the WWE Hall of Fame. And another guy who should be in the WWE Hall of Fame is my guest right now, Jake Ramirez. Let's go back to him. Okay, I want to get in. So here's what's going on with wrestling right now. There's a there's a there's a pay per view on Sunday called it's No Mercy. Like pay per views anymore. It's pay nine ninety nine. It's it, there's a nine ninety nine view this Sunday, <laughs> and we are and I'm going to take you through the matches, and you can ask any questions you want about how this storyline came to be, or you can just give me your opinion on it on just like on surface, just like what you feel. Okay. So so the reason I wanted to do this one because there are like some matches here that. Like or WrestleMania legit, but they're doing them at no mercy. So oh, I know one of them. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So I we're gonna go. One. We're gonna go from the bottom up. Okay. All right. The the most recent one I think that's been made has been the Miz versus Kurt Angle's son Jason Jordan. Oh, I, Kurt uh, Angle's son. Are you aware what? that Kurt Angle has a son named Jason Jordan? I know who Jason Jordan is. I, I get, he's Kurt get, Angle's get son. Jordan. That's Kurt Angle's son. Is it is it biological or is it? Is They're it saying Kurt Angle is saying that when he was at Clarion University, which was kind of cool because I performed there in April and mentioned Kurt Angle as an alum during the show. Awesome. Um, and uh, apparently, Kurt Angle had a girlfriend, and um, I guess this was just something he just never he kind of just wasn't there for him growing up. And you know, uh, I support it like yeah. multi racial WWE. Yeah. Um. Uh. I. I think they're both great wrestlers. I'm more of a Gable guy myself. Yeah. Um. Uh. But um. You know, I love the Miz. Miz I don't think he can fire. wrestle at all, but he is a fantastic man on the mic. Like, I think. I think he's possibly the best heel in the WWE when it comes. Give him that man a microphone. He's, yes, he's on amazing. fire. He was. He's in my fraternity. We share the same fraternity, so I have. Oh, yeah, you did that. Way. Um. But. Uh, yeah, he's been amazing. Just like, and like, you know, Jason Jordan would make a really good heel, but right now he's kind of like, you know, the, the young boy, the young son trying to prove himself to his dad and prove that he's not, he's not being given these opportunities. Like he's earning his opportunities, but you know, everyone's saying he's just being given these opportunities. So are American Alpha still a thing? They have broken up. Uh, yes, but there is a Chad Gable has a new tag team partner. E- equally is black. Do you want to guess who it is? Uh, equally is black. Um, um, no, I don't know. It who is, is it? Shelton Benjamin. It's Shelton Benjamin. I love Shelton Benjamin. I, and what I'm looking. I don't know. There's a there's a notification I just got from the the music YouTube account. Benjamin and Gable. Their theme is called "Set It Off." So you can I, find I, their theme. <laughs> Set it off. Uh, Set it. But he Benjamin came back a little after SummerSlam. Okay. So, so yeah. Um, I miss MVP. Yeah, no, MV, uh, maybe he'll circle back for a victory lap. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, he'll pop up. Okay, so do you have any viewpoint? I mean, Miz is the Intercontinental Champion. Jordan won a, like a five-way match to become number one contender. So Jordan's a, a face. He's a face, and he's challenging the Miz for his title. Does that mean Angle's a face? Angle is the face general manager of Monday Night Raw. But he's such a better heel. I feel like I, if I were them, I feel like I feel like Jordan should win and then go heel, and him yeah. like Angle, Angle and Jordan should go heel with the belt because that'd be great. I feel like, well, well, I mean, Angle's not wrestling, but I feel like maybe Jordan could win and then he could turn on Angle, saying like, "I did this all myself. I didn't need your help, and you were never there for me anyway." I feel like that kind of narrative I I could could be something. I don't think Angle can wrestle again, can he? I think there might be. I just don't know when it would be. Maybe it'll be WrestleMania. I don't know. I mean, I it, he can he looks like he can still do it. Yeah, but he's like he's had a lot of injuries <laughs> yeah. and a lot of drug problems, hey. and like he is. I don't I don't know if I want him near. I mean, good for him. I hope he, I hope <laughs> he wrestles. But like, ooh, he's had a lot of injuries. That man's body is torn up. Yep. Yeah. All right. What's the next match? Okay. Next match is it's the cruiserweight championship. Now, now Neville Neville lost it to Akira Tozawa, but then he got it back, and now Neville is defending. Oh, oh yeah, and now Neville is defending it against a a new addition to Two Hundred Five Live, Enzo Amore. Neville versus Enzo Amore. Yeah, <laughs> you heard me in that. 
once again, someone who's great with a microphone, but I don't know how well he is. I mean, Miz is definitely a better wrestler. Miz, Miz tore Enzo on a promo, and I think Neville tore him up on a – everyone just, like, tearing down Enzo. I mean, I mean, Neville's a great wrestler. He is. They're the opposites because Neville – don't keep a microphone as far away from Neville as you humanly can. Yeah. And, keep, like, keep a ring as far away from Enzo as you possibly can. <laughs> um, you know, I think you have to give it to – Oh, man. Uh, do you – you might have to give it to Neville just because, like, I don't know if we want to see – There's no circumstance where you could see Enzo winning this match. I just don't yeah, know what how it would I – don't, I don't see – he can't defend that belt. Like, especially because the whole thing about 205 is, like, we are small and do great yeah. flips. And, like, Enzo, Enzo would break his neck if he tried to do a flip. But, um, I mean, I look – Bless the guy's heart. Like I, lo- I love Enzo, but I'm going with I'm going with Neville on that one. Yeah. Um. Okay. That, that works. Um. Next one up is uh. It's Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt again. This time without the paint. Um. No paint. Oh, so it's no, not the demon. No demon. Well, if he's not the demon, he's gonna lose. Okay. I'll leave the. Um. Uh, actually, that's a lie. It's Bray Wyatt, so he's probably. Gonna... <laughs> um. I like Bray Wyatt. Um. But uh, the WWE doesn't. Um, I uh, God, I just the, I I automatically think about that WrestleMania match with those cockroaches and worms oh, in the that ring. That was unfortunate. Uh, um, creative risk. Creative risk. Well, we you can yeah. Um, I, I like your Jet shirt, by the way. I just noticed that. It, it was given. It was given to me by a former New York Jet, so I wear it because. Are you a Jets fan? Yeah, I'm a Jets fan. I'm sorry about that. That's okay. I I'm constantly poking my roommate about how the New Jersey Jets because they play in Jersey. <laughs> he hates I, me. I used to work for. Uh, I think it was like not an arena league. I used to work for like the New Jersey Gladiators. I interned for them. It was like an arena football. Awesome. Kind of thing. Now it's extinct, but yeah, they were they were fun. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, I think that I think that Bray. This is their second match, right? Uh, yeah, and, they, they they actually fought a week before SummerSlam. Which but was this weird. is their second like big match. Yeah, and Bray lost the first one. Yeah, I think Bray will win then, and then they'll have they'll have him come back and beat him. Okay, that works. Okay, next up is the Raw Tag Team Championships. We got Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose versus the Bar, aka Cesaro and Sheamus. They're the bar now. Is they're they called are? the bar because we are the bar. That's a terrible name. Yeah, um, they're the bar. We are the bar. <laughs> um, um, I mean Rollins and Amber. They are they. Is this for the championship? It is. I mean, I feel like I mean I love Rollins. Ambrose is great. Um, everyone in that match is great except for Sheamus. Um. He looks stupid. Um, uh, I see. I see Rollins and and uh, this is. I mean, I haven't watched it, so I don't know the dynamic. I know they hated each other for a long time, and now I guess they're friends again. Yeah. Are they like? Are they cool, or is it like? No, they they've mended their fences right before SummerSlam. And then I saw that. They, and then are they, they still there? Are they they're, still, they're still coolish. They're still like with each other. Yeah, they're always. They're... I, I mean, I think we have to get a shield reunion at some point. I, I feel like they'll give us a three on three shield match at yeah. some point. And then hopefully Roman will turn on both of them. That'd I mean, great. Roman would be a great heel. I mean, but. <sighs> we'll see. No, we won't. It will oh, never, no. never happen. <laughs> We're never going to see. Just like <laughs> Cena will never be a heel. Um, uh,. Yeah, no, I think I think this would be a, I think they'd be good to take the titles. I feel like Cesaro and Sheamus have been a thing forever and they've been like on the on the fringe but they're not like I don't see them ever becoming that that tag team that gets super right. popular that everyone talks about, you know what I mean? Like yeah. and they need another one of those like they're not the next new day. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I, I maybe they'll try it again with with uh Rollins and Ambrose. Yep. Okay, let's go to the next one. Raw women's match. Uh, elect the champion, uh, Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks versus Bailey versus Nia Jax versus Emma, who started the women's revolution. Any uh, 
five way. It kind I of forgot about Kima. It evolved into this is basically everyone but Mickey James. <laughs> That's my Emma. Yes, uh, it is that old Emma. Um. Uh. First of all, I'm on Team Bailey. I've always been on Team Bailey. Oh, okay. I got my shirt. I'm, I'm Bailey's the best. Okay, Bailey to belly, most inventive move in professional wrestling history. I do have a uh, Bailey story for you. At that Coco Armory show, like I was, okay. I was tweeting with her because she was going to come out and she was going to give Beckett like the thing she always gives, like whatever it's her headband or something. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, she brought. So she, I told her where I was sitting. She ran up and handed. She like gestured it to Beckett, and Beckett like shook his head, like, "No, I don't want it." <laughs> and everyone laughed. Why would you? And I apologized to her after the show. It was funny. Bailey's so nice. He shot. He shot down Bailey. Beckett. I gotta love Bailey. Yeah. I'm, I'm all on team. She Bailey. just Bailey just returned from a shoulder injury, so she was just added to this match. Okay. Um. I mean, when was the last time Sasha was the champ? I think she lost it to Alexa on Raw like a few weeks ago. Like right after SummerSlam. I think the champ. I think yeah. is she a face or a heel right now? She's a face. Damn it! Come on, WWE. She's too likable. She's she's, a, she's heel. a great heel. She's a great heel. She's an amazing heel. Yep. Yep. Come on. That's like it's like Rollins. Rollins is such a better heel than he has a face. Come on, people. Nice. Um. Um. I would love to see Emma win, but she's not going to win. <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, God, I would love to see Emma win. Um, who was in it again? It was uh, Emma. Emma, Nia Jax, Bailey, Sasha Banks, Alexa Bliss. Well, Nia Jax is their big heel. Yeah. Um, Alexa Bliss, is is she a heel right now? Alexa Bliss is a heel. She's the heelest of heels. She's from Columbus. She is. Um... I feel like they'll probably well I feel like they'll probably give it to Nia Jax or to or to Alex. Well they, why, they wouldn't just switch it between heels. That wouldn't make any sense. You never so, know. I mean Nia kinda like like put Alexa on her shoulders after she beat Sasha and then Nia dropped her on her back like she did oh, like that oh, reverse. So, okay. so no one is no there are no alliances now. really except for maybe Sasha and Bailey. Then I could see I could see them making Naya like the super heel of heels. Yeah, or like, yeah, or just like the super like undefeatable baby face. It's hard to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was she a baby face right now? Uh, no, Naya's Naya's heel. But yeah, yeah. you know, I could see him giving it to Naya. I like yeah. Naya. Yeah. Oh cool. uh, yeah, okay. we got a couple more, and these are the big ones. First up, do you want to say the one that you know of? Which match do you want? I know Shane versus Kevin Owens. That's and not on so. this pay per view. That's on the SmackDown one. This is a Raw what? only. That's not till October. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't know any of them. Oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. I just want to say, like, why why does Shane always have a fight in Hell in a Cell? Like, is that just his new thing? That's like, his new thing. He, he doesn't care. Because we're going to expect him to jump off the Hell in a Cell every single time. And every he, time. He can't do it every time. He should just like, do, a, do a flip. I don't know. Okay. Well, this is the, maybe the least predictable one that would maybe surprise you less. We have the Universal Champion Brock Lesnar defending against Braun Strowman. Oh, that doesn't surprise me at all. Okay. Um, um, I love Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Um, I do not remember when Brock, Brock Lesnar beat The Undertaker because of how much whiskey I drank right after. <laughs> oh, that was a tough day. It happened, and I picked up a bottle of Jack Daniels and was crying. Yeah. Just started chugging. Yeah. And no one else in the room understood, except for my friend Harry. No one else in the room. Everyone was like, Jake, it, it's it's only wrestling. It'll be okay. Jake, it's only wrestling. It'll it's be okay. It's not only wrestling. It's and wrestling. I was, I was like, no, it's not. It's life. It's life. <laughs> and, my, and my friend Harry, everyone, it was like that moment in like Animal House yep. where John Belushi is screaming about the, the, the Germans bomb Pearl Harbor. And... Uh, the other characters are about to say something and they're like, no, just let them roll. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Like the only other person who understood what was going on, like looked at the rest of the room. Everyone was trying to calm me down. I was like, just stop. You're not like, just let him go. You're not going to stop him. Um, so I'm on team Brock. Okay. Has he been pin clean? Has he ever been pin clean since that? No, he was, he almost, I mean, Samoa Joe, I gave him a great fight at that. But nobody's uh, been clean since, yeah. since Taker. He's never really, no, well, he's lost clean to Goldberg. Oh fuck! I forgot. <laughs> uh, um, 
I mean, I, I don't think Brom Strowman's, Strowman's the man to beat Brock Lesnar clean, but I can see Brom Strowman winning. Right. Um, I, he, I think he'd be a great champ. Um, I think Brom Strowman's hilarious. <laughs> um, I do recommend, if you haven't seen the video of him reading the the Juno script. Oh, yeah. Um, With that, the ringer. I yeah. recommend that to anyone. Um, he's just a lovable big man. He's great, and I, I think he's. I, I want. I, I want to see Braun Strowman win, but I don't want to see him win clean. Yeah, I feel like this could be the first chapter of something. Like they maybe not. Maybe it's not just this match. This pay per view only. Um, yeah, I, totally. I would like. You I see know, that a long time. It'd be nice to see Strowman win. I just don't know if like they want to keep Lesnar strong. Um, slow. Yeah. Okay. So and this this is boring. the big one. This is the one that was uh, that's been breaking the fourth wall the last few weeks on Raw. Um, there's a match of Roman Reigns versus John Cena. Oh, yeah. What is all this fourth raw breaking that I've heard people like talk about? Well, you know, like just Cena, they're they're cutting promos in front of each other. And, you know, you know, Roman tries to hold his own. But then like Cena throws down and like just, you know, calls Roman like a John Cena corporate bootleg. And, you know, they're just throwing things back and forth at each other. And they're really like, you know, they're cutting a little deep and they're kind of blurring the line. But I'm actually siding with Roman on this because I feel like Roman should be the guy to like shut Cena up. But you don't, you have no one really to like invest in because you kind of like I kind of like you dislike them both, but you want to see Roman like just shut up John Cena because you know Cena's just saying the same stuff as was mentioned on the last Raw that he said to The Rock five years ago before they fought at WrestleMania. Okay. Um... Yeah, but I don't think this – God, I do not want to relate John Cena – or Roman Reigns to The Rock. That's just like the opposite of yeah. – Well, yeah, it's their first um, time fighting. I mean I don't know what's – they've been knocking around each other verbally. Well, I mean they're well. both heels but faces. Yeah. And it's weird. I guess Cena's kind of a face face now. Like, like – Yeah. Like people are starting – I think after the whole United States Championship call-out thing, yeah. like – People started to like John Cena again. Right. But, like, they both just have gimmicks that are so old and, like, yeah. played out and they're trying to keep it. I don't know. <laughs> it's, like, the most meta thing ever. It's like, it is. about wrestling. It is. But, like, also, like, what I, like, love about wrestling but what I hate about it's just, like, I don't. I think it'll be a decent match. Yeah. Um, I can see this being a WrestleMania thing. Okay. I can see this being a thing that goes on for a while. But can one of them go heel? I don't think one of them can go yeah, heel. They're, they're both the gray. They're both in that gray area. It's, it's hard to... Like, I'm tired of giving the WWE a chance to make <laughs> these people go heel. Because I've given them a chance so long, for so many times, for so long. And it's like... I talked to my friends who like I've gotten a lot of friends interested in wrestling since I started watching oh, wrestling. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and all of my friends who I get interested back in wrestling tell me like, Oh dude, WrestleMania's coming up. John Cena's going heel. <laughs> I, I look at them and tell them like, I don't think you understand. Like John Cena will literally never go. Never. Heel. And they're like, nah, man, it's the thing to do. And I'm like, yeah, it is the thing to do. Like it would be like, it would be perfect for the WWE. Yeah. At least, it, like, when it comes to, like, his career and, like, I don't know. When it comes to entertainment value, it would be the best thing for them to do. Yeah. But he can't. Like, his <laughs> entire career is based around being his face. And, right. like, it, he just can't. And, like, I think Roman could still go heel, though. I don't think John Cena will ever go heel, but right. I think Roman could still go heel. I don't know. And, like, Triple H will sometimes say in interviews, like, isn't he already our biggest heel? Like, aren't Roman? we already? Yeah, like, isn't Roman already being booed more than anyone else? So, yeah. So but it's, it's weird like, that they like that. Yeah. Because like, I here's the thing. I, for me, it's X Pac heat. Yeah. Like, for me, like, like I don't want to m- watch matches with Roman in them. It's not like it's not like I don't boo Roman Reigns because, like, he's a heel. Like, I boo boo Roman Reigns because I don't like his character enough that I don't like watching matches with him in them. In them, and it's just like. I don't know. Like, (laughs) 
I mean, I guess I want Cena to win. I don't know. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I guess uh, it'd be nice for Cena to win, but it, I mean, it just depends how they win, how they do this. This could be, I mean, you know. I want, I want Roman to win and to go heel. I want Roman to win and then just like beat him down after the bell. Yeah. Like I want him to, I want him to beat him. And then like, you know, I want him to do what Kevin Owens did to Sami Zayn, but that's not going to happen. Right. Like Um, they'll, they, or they could like hug after the match and then one of them turns on the other. Yeah. But I mean, Cena won't, here's the thing. Like, yes, there's no way Cena would do that. No way. Like there's a chance Reigns can do it, <laughs> but there is no way Cena would do that. Yeah, yeah. Because like they would just lose too much when it comes to sponsors and and right. like Make a Wish Foundation Foundation right. and like all that stuff. Like they just I understand that they can't do it. Yeah. But Roman still could go heel. He could. But I mean, um, he's yeah. kind of the one like when you go to the house shows, he's kind of the one that says like thank you to the crowd at the end for coming out. Well, it's just like yeah. Vince yeah. loves him. Yep. And like Vince has always had his guys. Yep. And when he has his guys, those guys don't lose and they're yep. always heels. Yep. I mean, always faces. And like I personally, I don't think he's the right guy. I would love to see the WWE go back into an Attitude Era phase and have, you know, Kevin Owens – Oh sure, and Sami Zayn and Shinsuke Nakamura as the heads of the company. Like that'd that, be awesome. That, if if that was the company, I would I would I wouldn't watch that much Japanese wrestling, and I would watch <laughs> WWE again. Like, I, but I I, it's not you yeah. know like yeah. And it it makes me sad because Shinsuke Nakamura was my favorite wrestler. Oh, like, then you're glad you haven't watched the last promo that Jinder Mahal. Uh, oh really? It was it was like it was like full on racist by the end of it. Like, like, before, like yeah, it was not good. The like crowd Nak- was chanting, "That's too far." <laughs> really? Yeah. Like Nakamura Ibushi was like one of my favorite matches of all time. Wow. Like it's a five star match. It's unbelievable. Or like Nakamura, you know. Um, I mean, Nakamura Sami Zayn was amazing. Oh, the first one, I freaked out when that happened. Like, oh my AJ Styles, Nakamura AJ Styles at Wrestle Kingdom ten. Oh. Oh, I have to see that. And it's just like, it makes me sad watching Nakamura's career. Yeah. And it's just like, <sighs> yeah, man. Yeah, they got a. Yeah, they're kind of like cutting his legs off a little bit. But it's uh, like Okada. It's a good. It's a good decision for Okada not to come to WWE because Okada is like a king. Yeah, and I think Kota Ibushi turned down some some offers as well. He just didn't want to. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I was a a star in Japan. And coming to WWE, I knew I would just get a bad racist racist gimmick and lose to jobbers. Like, ever become a jobber? Like, <laughs> like why would I do it? Like, right. Kenny Omega is a, a king right now. Why would Kenny Omega leave? Right, right, cool. So that is this Sunday. Um, so so before before I, I say farewell, like, where can people can find your stuff? Look you up, see your clips. Uh, uh, well, my name is Jacob Dwight Ramirez on IMDb. If you want to look that up, that's kind of boring. Okay. Um, I would say uh, in- Instagram is semi funny Jake. Um, Twitter is semi funny Jake. Oh, semi funny uh, Jake. Okay, so I'll look this up for me. Like good. S E M I funny Jake. Yep. Um, and then I have a YouTube that's also semi funny Jake. <laughs> that's that's um, uh, that's like a lot. Of, I play ukulele and it's oh. just like stupid fun little videos. It's not as big of a deal. That's great. But um, yeah, I do photography too. So a lot of my photography goes up on Love my it. Instagram. That's probably like my main one. Awesome. Yeah. This is good. This is good. You took thanks for thanks for taking the time. Um, we're gonna we'll go to we'll go now for Riverside. If we go to NXT Riverside, are we gonna try to get like tickets maybe like the day before then and try to do that thing? I could do that. Yeah, or we'll. we'll, we'll see, I like the last minute idea of it. Do you always notice how like those same fans always get that first row and like? Every, oh yeah, it's how crazy. Do, how do they do? They just like the same way or what? what do you uh, think? I think they know people. I think it's it has to, it has to be. It's preserved. the same fans. It's so weird. Yeah. It has to be like they know someone. Like it's impossible to just have the same seat at all those shows. Okay, with the, there's like and the guy with the green hat, the guy in the Mets jersey, yep. uh, the guy, the tall, thin guy with his there's mom. There's a kid with like long hair. Yeah, it's always there with like his and mom just, next to his mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's weird. Yeah. And it's like they're always. It's you have to. I'm sure they have to know someone. It's so weird. Okay. Um, well, 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 we're going to be those people at NXT Riverside. We're going to find out. I'm always down to be one of those people. <laughs> okay, so. I will drop you line before that to make that happen. Sounds good. Um, yeah, right. man. All right. So I'm going to put this up soon. And uh, yeah, thanks for taking the time. Of course. Thanks, man. Bye. Bye. 
All right, I want to thank Jake for coming on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Uh, there's a lot of information there, and I'm not just talking about the wrestling stuff, but his sentiments are are that of the the intellectual, well-versed wrestling fan, and he understands the big picture. Um, but also the travel stuff is just amazing. Like Google Flights I just found out about, but the fact that he was able to like fly around Europe for like less than $10 a flight is kind of bonkers. But he knows all the hacks. You should definitely go back and listen to the the websites that he brings up and uh, definitely hit this guy up for like travel advice because he like – he is like the next points guy, if you guys know who at the points guy is. Um, so just to tell you about the podcast again, uh, awkwardwithevan.com, at awkwardwithevan on Facebook and Twitter. Please, if you can, please, please, please write a five-star review on iTunes. Let me know that this is a great podcast, that more people should listen to it because it's going to get random. Jake did not know about my podcast until about five minutes before I interviewed him. He had no idea I was even doing a podcast. As much as I love surprising my guests like that, that didn't even know I had a podcast, it'd be cool to get more eyeballs and earballs on this thing so that you never know uh, who listens to it and who loves the concept. So uh, in the meantime, you guys have a great weekend or whenever you are listening to this and be sure to stay awkward because I am. Damn it. Thanks for listening. Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. 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 Wexel.